0: Today, we'd like to welcome to the podcast, Dennis Guzzi. He's a trusted business professional and success- successful problem solver with expertise in business strategy, financial reporting, budgeting, and forecasting. That's a lot of words about numbers. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Operations improvement. Oh, geez. Oh, rule number one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can start over. I am so sorry. <laughs> How did I not remember that one? <laughs> Fine. Do you want to start over?
0: Okay, and we go. Uh, operations, man, improvement, and small business growth. He is an initiator of new processes, and he is passionate about training, learning new de- new ideas, and developing individuals. He's the owner of American Business Advisors with three locations. Is that right?
1: Uh. Yes and no. We oh. have offices in other states okay. as well. Yes.
0: Which was founded in 1984 and is celebrating 34, 35 years of serving small and mid sized businesses across the US. That's awesome. Well, thank you for coming.
1: You're very welcome. I le- want having. to
0: pick your brain about all these number words.
1: <laughs> we'll do. All right.
0: So, my first question is always the same What was your first job and what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: What was my first job and what did I want to be when I grew up? Well, um, from a very young age, <clears throat> I was born and raised on a family farm, mm-hmm. first of all. So that was my first job, though it wasn't paid. And In <laughs> fact, it's really funny because my dad would always ask me, so what do you think about this or what do you think about that? And I, my common response to my dad was always, well, I don't get paid enough to think. <laughs> So I love the fact that now people pay me to think. There you go. It's just like ironic, Mm -hmm. beautiful. (laughs) Um, But that was kind of my first job. Um, I would say that I was really industrious as a kid. Mm -hmm. And so by the time I was, I don't know, eight, 10 years old, I was actually making um, wooden knickknacks, cutting them out, painting them, all that kind of fun stuff, and really enjoyed the hands-on thing (laughs) and started my own little business selling wooden knickknacks.
0: I love it. It comes back around. It does. So, is that what you wanted to do, be a carpenter?
1: No, um, you know, I changed career modes throughout uh, throughout my life many mm-hmm. times. And when I was real young, I wanted to, you know, be an astronaut and fly to the moon. And I, I have it. horrible vision, so they <laughs> would never send me to the moon.
0: I can't even be, be a pilot.
1: I, I can't. I I realized that I was like I can't even fly in a fighter jet because I've got too horrible a vision. Now, of course, you know they got LASIK surgery mm-hmm. and all that that fixes that. But um back then that was what i wanted to do and then i went through a phase where i wanted to be an architect because i really got into like shapes and designs and architectural Mm -hmm. um, structures and still love that it's still kind of a fun passion i sketch out things all the time and um, that's kind of neat. You can draw. I can uh, sorta.
0: <laughs> I cannot draw. I can.
1: I can draw a doghouse and build it, right? That's, that's, that's really <laughs>
0: funny. My kids are always like, "Mommy always draw the same same kind of flowers." I'm like, "That's all I got."
1: <laughs> I can draw a really nice pig. I'll show you a pig later. <laughs> That'd <on>. be awesome. <laughs> um, and then I went through a phase, uh, particularly in college, where I thought I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be an attorney someday, and um, that was that was kind of a fun time because I really like dug into mm-hmm. you know law and and, and business and stuff. And it was interesting just how my career progressed. Um, always wanting to go back into the small business arena mm-hmm. and be able to serve small and mid-sized businesses mm-hmm. um, has always kind of been a key focus of mine, but for some odd reason I had this desire to climb the corporate ladder first. Yeah. So, I have
0: a question about that Yeah, and how that came about and you know, how you got there and what tools, um, what tools, you know, were created in that for you.
1: Yeah, so um, like I said, I was always kind of an initiator. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I did in college, the Schwann Food Company was located, corporate headquarters located in the university town that Mm -hmm. I went to school. And they were giving a bunch of money to a geographical information systems lab. Mm-hmm. And so I self-taught myself how to use geographical information systems and technology oh, wow. to improve operations for marketing purposes for just a variety of different things. And I approached the Schwan food company said, are you guys using this for operations efficiency improvements inside the business? Mm-hmm. And they said, no, but we'd love to. Do you want to join us? And so as a you know, 20 year old, whatever it was, um, I went to them, got a job without even really interviewing because they're just like, yeah, join our team and, and help us to develop a department. And so I helped them develop a department. We rolled it out across the nation. We initially used it for um, mapping and routing uh, the, the little yellow trucks that you see go mm-hmm. to door, door, door to door. Mm-hmm. And um, then we rolled it out to marketing, demographics, you know, ideal customers, um, mm-hmm. times a day that, you know, customers are home, et cetera. And then we took it to a larger strategy plan of where do we place warehouses and facilities and um, how are we going to really, you know, drive product to the, the customers. Um, and so that was that was really fun because it was initiating new processes and new ways of creative ways of solving problems.
0: I love it. Yeah. I'm super process oriented, too. So it's like, yes.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I just love like doing things that are new and, and outside the box and, mm-hmm. and helping people to solve challenges. Awesome.
0: So you have a you have a major in finance. Um, and then so what prompted your move from with the corporate world um to consulting with mid and so you said that you're just you just love mid and small size businesses and so you were just like I'm done with the corporate world.
1: Sure. So I'll fill in the rest of the Yeah. Give me a gap. Give me a blank there. Um with the Schwann Food Company, I was originally in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. i I came to Colorado, fell in love with it, and I said, I'm gonna live here. And so I basically asked the Schwann Food Company to transfer me out here, worked in region office. It grew, Mm -hmm. um, and then it it actually split, and we put region offices in Missouri and California. Mm -hmm. And then um, our region office basically shut down, and it was myself as a finance director and an admin that were left. And so I found a new position with CH2M Hill, Mm -hmm. um, and I climbed the corporate ladder in finance there as well. Um, before uh, ultimately deciding that I wanted to go and serve small and mid-sized businesses, because um, I had about 15 years of corporate experience and just wanted to um, go and, 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 like I said, go back to my roots of small and mid-sized bring business. Back, and, bring back, bring it that right passion. back passion. So taking best business practices from mm-hmm. corporate world mm-hmm. and trying to apply it to small and mid-sized businesses. And, and let me tell you, there is a huge difference between corporate Absolutely. and between small and mid-sized business, mm-hmm. small and mid-sized businesses, they're always focused on you know trying to make payroll, trying to make sure that you know just in time everything mm-hmm. right. Um, corporations have a little bit more flex to them; they've probably got a little bit of extra cash laying around to mm-hmm. be able to cover um, you know certain things, and just the economies of scale that they can gain mm-hmm. um, versus the small and mid-sized businesses that are out there just pounding away every day. <laughs> Um, you know, because trying to make so it. <laughs> it, it is very hard. And, and so I really have great respect, um, for those people that mm-hmm. own and operate small and mid-sized businesses.
0: So how did you get started with, um, with ABA?
1: So American business advisors in 2014, I basically found them on the website mm-hmm. and said, I love the, the mission statement. Mm-hmm. I love what they're doing mm-hmm. and I want to approach them and, and see if I can join And so I approached American Business Advisors, um, founder and owner at the time, Bob Benson, and said, I'd like to join as a partner and and start serving small businesses. And that was creative because most people come to him with a resume and say, "I want to work for you." Right. Very few people say, "I want to be a partner." And I, I would own like a business. to. I'd like to so, own this business. What, what, <laughs> what can I do? To, how,
0: how do I how do I make that happen? I love it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Um, did I forget to tell you? I, I like initiate things. Yeah, I like to, yeah, I like yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like you initiating. Yeah. I like the exactly. initiator. Dish. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's how it all got started. We were in discussions. Um, I came in in t- 2015, bought in as a partner, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's it's been a great business. Uh, see a lot of interesting businesses get to solve a lot of really interesting challenges and um, create solutions and um, and frankly there's no I say create solutions Mm. but there's no real solutions that are ever created Mm -hmm. it's just application of various different ideas that are already out there to the situations that are involved Mm -hmm. and because I get to see so many different businesses um, I get to say okay well this is what works really well in this Mm -hmm. type of a business Mm let's see if it can work in this business as well
0: that's awesome so can you give me a quick rundown of um, the services you guys provide for businesses and their owners
1: yeah absolutely so american business advisors um we focus on um we're full service developmental consultants Mm -hmm. so in other words we're in the business of being in business we understand all aspects of business and so we have consultants that work on a variety of different things from strategy planning Mm -hmm. and big vision big picture kind of visioning Mm -hmm. um to putting action steps in place, et cetera. Uh, The financial arena, there's a lot of small and mid-sized business owners who don't necessarily understand their finances. Maybe they're doing bookkeeping for the sake of keeping track of their their bank account and then filing taxes, Mm -hmm. right? That's all they use it for. Mm -hmm. But the reality is a business is telling you a lot of information if you're willing to pay attention to it and understand what it's trying to tell you. And financial information is just one of those keys. It's a gem. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it when eyes light up and they're like, whoa, I never really you know, <laughs> thought my numbers could tell me that. And, awesome. and you can see trends and you can see all kinds of fun things, right? Um, and so the financial piece is another big piece. We also help put leadership teams in place, mm-hmm. so businesses that have grown to a point where maybe the owner can no longer manage the entire organization mm-hmm. and might need to start putting layers of management into the the fold. Um, we're able to help them to establish that. What is a good operations manager? What is a good um, sales manager, et cetera, and how do we bring them into the team? Um also, if they have existing teams that are in place, but they're feeling like the productivity isn't there with mm-hmm. them, um, how do you help them to cast vision for setting goals and for developing themselves personally, organization, time management, all that kind of stuff, Oh wow! Um, to be able to really help propel the teams that are there. That's amazing. Um, and, and gain extra efficiencies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, from an operation standpoint, we help put systems in place um and so you know maybe a a a client doesn't have an onboarding process Mm -hmm. for how do new clients come into the system Mm -hmm. and every time they do it it's kind of haphazard oh we missed this oh next time let's try to remember that Mm -hmm. and and they forget that really onboarding could be a simple process Mm -hmm. all you have to do is outline it and say okay did we check all the boxes as we're going through onboarding this client yeah um and it it's an easy process, it makes sense, it's repeatable, mm-hmm. and so you put it into place and it saves a lot of time. Um, and so we help with a lot of those kinds of operations things. Um, from a sales marketing standpoint, we utilize one of the top 20 sales programs in the nation. Mm-hmm. And so we help to develop salespeople. Um, marketing, it's helping to find that niche in the market, what's the differentiators, mm-hmm. what are the core competencies that you offer in your product or service? um so all those different kinds of things really it's the business of being in business how do we move them to the next level oh,
0: i love it i love it so what do you find is the greatest need most small and bis- mid-sized business owners need time time right <laughs> one, one word answer
1: <laughs> time, well, time and money right? time and money so
0: it's always that time and money answer right
1: <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's i mean most business and and that's interesting that that it is time and money because mm-hmm. american business advisors are, are two catchphrases are um, building cash cows, improving quality of life. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's time and money. Mm -hmm. Um, Building a cash cow that has sustainable, repeatable revenues that are generating profits and dropping to the bottom line that will enhance future growth of the organization or Mm -hmm. allow you to do investments in other um, ancillary pieces that you can bring into the business um, or, or use for personal spending and so forth. And then the quality of time piece is how do you get your life back? Um, a lot of times what happens to small businesses is they, they start growing and organically the business just starts to consume them. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden they're like, well, I used to have nights and weekends. I used to have family time. I used to, but I don't. And so how do we help them gain that quality time back? It's huge. Um, It is huge. It is absolutely huge. And, um, so time is a big factor. For yes. small business owners
0: it's very interesting i have um just this you know these small business owners are just you know i work six days a week mm-hmm. you know six to eight or whatever mm-hmm. and i was just like okay <laughs> like <laughs> how do what is like the one thing we can change for you right and sometimes it's like you just up your price by 20 percent now you have all this time
1: mm-hmm. you know you're making
0: the same amount of money but now you have more hours or whatever it's just very Absolutely. interesting because sometimes it's a simple fix yeah like you could just raise prices.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Or or prioritization of things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there right. are so many urgent things that have to get done, right?
0: <laughs> the tyranny of that, the urgent. <laughs> exactly.
1: But if they don't get done, are they really that, that urgent, important? That important? they I mean, they might be urgent, but they're not that important. Um, and so, yeah, that's another key.
0: Yeah, teaching people urgent versus important mm-hmm. is very. I, even I go, wait, urgent or important? Okay step back or do that thing that is important and then we'll come back so can you give me an example of a success story with one of the businesses you've worked with
1: um sure i have lots of success stories do you want to maybe focus that a little bit more what kind (laughs) of success story Um, are you looking for (laughs) so i would like to you know one where you know
0: the business owner was probably just running around like a chicken with their head cut off you know the grades were able to come in and implement what you do and give them you know, some clarity sure. around their business, but also some time and some breathing room. Sure. So I think that's really where most small business yep. owners are.
1: Yep. I've, I've got a great example for that. Um, I've got a client where um, the, the client has been doing really well. The business has been around for about 10 years, mm-hmm. and I've been working with them for about two years now, I think. And um, one of the key things in there is helping them to delegate tasks and, mm-hmm. and put in initial layers of that management team and to um, trust their employees to do things that they're very capable of doing, Mm -hmm. um, but that the business owner has always done. Mm -hmm. And so why do you do things? Because you've always done them, right? Mm -hmm. How do you stop always doing them? You start to allow others to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you build that trust in others and see that, yeah, they're fully capable of it. Why am I doing this? And you allow them to do it. Um, Another piece that we've done a very good job of with this um, particular client is, uh, setting goals. Mm-hmm. And once you get this business owner onto his goals, like it happens, like it happens. Just you way just way. have to help th- with the focus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like sunlight. You bend sunlight into a focus. You can burn right through anything. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with your goals. You, you focus your goals, you can burn right through and accomplish them. Um, you know, and, and it's interesting too. I, a definition of success that I really like is um, progressive realization of worthwhile predetermined goals. Mm-hmm. And that packs so much of a punch because success doesn't mean final achievement right, of there goals. Is no, like, right. It, success is progressive steps towards your goals. Mm-hmm. Right. And they have we to be do worthwhile leap goals.
0: to success. You
1: don't leap to success. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. You you make slow, but steady wins the race, right? You, you make those steps towards it. Um, and, and, you wanna set your goals, mm-hmm. make sure that they're worthwhile, mm-hmm. that they're predetermined, um, so you're not just shooting at anything, because if you shoot at nothing, you'll hit it every time, right? <laughs> um, so setting those goals, mm-hmm. focusing, and, and taking steps towards it, and being successful in taking steps.
0: Because that's how you move, gain momentum, right?
1: That is exactly how you gain
0: momentum. One step at a time. Yep. So can you give me, so you've worked with businesses where probably things didn't work out with probably their goals or what they wanted to do. Um, can you give me an example of a business that, that basically like the attempt failed to create success for them? And what were the big issues with either the business or the business owners, just yep. gonna be kind of like, you know, and how either did you overcome those or was it just something that just didn't happen?
1: Sure. Um, so one of them that I can think of that comes to mind immediately, um, we set action steps in place mm-hmm. and we had a very clear path for where we wanted to go and once change started to happen inside the organization, um, the individual contributors, the employees, really pushed back. Mm. And that was probably somewhat unexpected. Um, and, and so it actually ultimately hurt the individuals in the organization to the point where some of them just decided to leave, didn't wanna participate in it.
0: Oh, wow. Um,
1: and so I would actually say that as you're working towards change and towards goals in the Mm -hmm. organization, you have to be very keenly alert to culture inside the organization Mm -hmm. and making sure that, um, yes, now you have changed your focus and Mm -hmm. so you're able to accomplish great things, Mm -hmm. but if you haven't gotten the buy-in of the team, Mm -hmm. if personalities of the team aren't meshing correctly Mm -hmm. um, to help you achieve those goals that you want to have, um, you either need to figure out ways to bring them on board Um, make changes more slowly Mm -hmm. than what you want to do. Um, Or frankly, it is appropriate to find the right team players. As you're growing an organization, people that were with you when it was a small organization are potentially in, in most cases, not the same correct people for a larger organization.
0: Makes a lot and, of sense. Yeah, and you
1: have to just be uh, okay with that mm-hmm. and aware of that.
0: Yeah, they might not be ready for change or happy to
1: do change. Exactly. You might not
0: have a culture of change and then you start changing things uh, before, like
1: <laughs> Exactly.
0: What is happening?
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> very much so.
0: That's really interesting. So did that in that in that example, did they bring on new employees or yep. did they just decide to stop because no, there was they so much to, resistance? They had to bring on new employees.
1: That's awesome um, that they yep. just
0: pushed on through that. Yep. So it ended up being a success story. It did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, awesome. the, the
1: goals ultimately were accomplished. It's just a matter of the team that originally started with wasn't the same team that they needed to accomplish the goals. That's so crazy. I
0: just, I can see, you know, how people would just be like, no change.
1: Well, and, and it's unfortunate because that's actually a lot of times why consultants get a bad, you know, reputation. Mm-hmm. is because oh no there's a consultant all of a sudden this change is going to happen right? right they're not going to pay attention to to me or my needs right um, but it is a it's a critical decision that a business owner needs to make are you going to stagnate be who you you are because you've always been that and mm-hmm. because you're you're not developing your team mm-hmm. or are you going to continually grow change and develop into what you want to become right um, it's of course it's easier to sit on your laurels and to not do anything mhm but that which is hard is most often that which is best.
0: Right. And if you're doing that that work to get to those goals, a lot of the time you're seeing positive culture changes. And, you yeah. know, it is going to be an amazing place to work at the end. Yep. You know, so holding on and being part of that, you know. And you also you get to direct some of that if you're involved, right? Yeah. So you can say,
1: yeah, mm,
0: maybe not this thing, maybe this thing.
1: You know, it, it's interesting because I've actually um, had conversations with people on the other side, mm-hmm. the employees, mm-hmm. right? and um, you know when some of them start to uh, feel apprehension towards the change mm. um, that's exactly how i phrase it to them is do you want to be a part of that change and influence that change or are you going to make a conscious decision that you don't even want to be a part of the change and then you know you really shouldn't be a part of the organization because then you are the the weak link that's holding them back you will be left behind you will be left behind wow that's
0: crazy. so what um what has been your greatest successes in your business, in building um, ABA?
1: Um, sure, I, I think probably the the greatest success, the thing that brings me the most joy mm-hmm. um, in it is seeing very satisfied clients, and then having those clients like pass your name on mm-hmm. to other other people. Yeah, that's the best. Um, that is such an amazing feeling because you realize, okay. I don't know exactly how I helped you. Like, (laughs) you analyze the whole situation. You're like, okay, yeah, these are the things that we did, Mm -hmm. right? But somewhere along the line, you grasped onto something that you just really loved. Yeah, it really resonated with you. It Mm -hmm. resonated with you. And now you want to share it with the rest of the world. And it just, that's amazing. I love that too.
0: What have been some of the biggest obstacles?
1: Um, Biggest obstacles. You know, it's interesting. So... um, Balancing traditional versus new ideas mm-hmm. right, um, is probably one of the biggest obstacles for me. American Business Advisors has been around since 1984, mm-hmm. so we'll be celebrating 35 years this year, um, which is fantastic, right? It's an
0: adult now. It is, it is an adult <laughs> it's, it's now. It's full adulting. <laughs> um,
1: but in 35 years of history, there's traditional ways of doing things, mm-hmm. um, which are proven, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, but on the flip side, it's how do you embrace the traditional ways and change with the culture and the ways that things are, are happening today. Participation um, age.
0: We talk about it all the time. A-
1: absolutely. And, and business is, it, it, it's still pretty much the same. The foundations are there, mm-hmm. but the ways and means of doing it, um, are becoming very different. And so you've got to be adaptable and flexible, um, in order to do that.
0: That's awesome. I love it. Just got to keep up. Yep. So before I ask my last question, um, where or what is the easiest way for people to find you?
1: Um, so the easiest way for people to find me is on our website, mm-hmm. www.abadvisors.com. Mm-hmm. And I'll link it in the description boxes. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, or if they want to reach out to me on my, my cell phone. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I'll <laughs> can, throw it You out can there. if you really <laughs> want to. It's up to you. Um, it's 303 eight eight zero five six three
0: eight awesome that's brave of you (laughs) Uh, you cannot have my cell phone number (laughs) i'll make i won't answer it anyway but (laughs) i don't do phone calls um so i guess my last question for you is what is the one thing or person every business or business owner needs to help them ensure success like if i said what is the absolute one thing i need or person i need to to move my business forward what would your, what would your answer be?
1: Um, can I say outside eyes?
0: Yes you can absolutely okay. say that I think that's huge.
1: Outside eyes is, is really my, my best answer to that and it doesn't mean me it right. just means people outside advising you helping you whether that's it can be a spouse it can be a pastor it can be a mentor it can mm-hmm. be just outside eyes um, because what happens inevitably is people get so ingrained with the day-to-day mm, blinders. and blinders come on that's mm-hmm. exactly right and mm-hmm. so they get very tunnel visioned um, but outside eyes is the the person that mm-hmm. you need every business owner needs outside eyes um, to help them to see new things new ideas new ways of, of doing things um, to help them to not drop the ball on things that um, they don't even know are coming at them mm-hmm right um,
0: to solve those problems that they
1: just can't
0: yep. seem to get themselves
1: out of. Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah.
0: I see that a lot. Yeah. I think outside, I absolutely agree with you outside eyes. It's, it's so, so important. I mm-hmm. um, and as an accountant, I think that's like, obviously I think that's like, the most important right because yep. you don't know what you don't know about your numbers that's right um or your taxes or all those things like how would you why would you <laughs> 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 that's not something that needs to be in your tunnel vision right
1: right exactly but yeah
0: outside days are so important um for any business i completely agree mm-hmm. awesome well thank you for coming
1: thank you so much for having me this is very enjoyable
0: okay good I'm Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast to be inspiring, helpful, and entertaining, please like and subscribe. This helps us grow the community and reach more people. If you're interested in learning more about this episode's guest or accessing any of the books or other resources mentioned in this episode, be sure to check out the description box below. Until next time, be abundant.